Buffalo Parking, a WBEN town hall discussion. Now, WBEN's David Bellavia and Joe Beamer. Well, there's the intro, freshly cut. Uh, Bellavia, Beamer here. We're talking Buffalo parking. You know, this week on uh, Bowerly and Bellavia, people, uh, I've never, ever. But when you have a situation, local, politics, you name it, and you can bring Carl Palladino on the same side of the room uh, as Betty Jean Grant, you know that there is something in the air. Something is in the air. Well, we asked a ton of questions. We took a ton of calls. And what we're finding out is there's a lot of miscommunication out there. People don't understand what is happening with the parking situation in downtown Buffalo. We've heard people, uh, you know, there were callers into the program this week that were talking about how many thousands of dollars this was going to cost folks for parking in residential areas. Well, let's just get to the bottom of it. And who better? Joe Beamer on a Sunday to bring in than the man himself, the parking commissioner of the city of Buffalo, Kevin Helfer. Joe Beamer first, what do you think? Hey, you know, we were talking about this off the air. Uh, yes, parking is going up in Buffalo, but what else is the entertainment in downtown Buffalo? That wasn't there five years ago. Am I right? You know, there, there's so much more to do now. And we're talking about a couple bucks. But like you said, I think what we heard more was the lack of communication. Uh, maybe the rollout, the rollout, not the best. Uh, people just don't know exactly when to pay for parking, when not to pay, what to pay, how to pay. And I'm glad we're well, going to be able to straighten that out here today. Well, but let's talk about the rollout. If information is flawed from the very beginning and people are running around on the Internet saying something that isn't true... This is why we're doing this today for two hours. We're going to have a town hall meeting. You can call in, ask questions of Kevin Helfer, who is the parking commissioner in the city of Buffalo. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBN. And I'm going to tell you something. I've never met Kevin in, in, before today. He answered seven of my questions in the first five seconds. So I don't think you're going to leave with any confusion. Mr. Helfer, thank you uh, for being here today. David, thanks for having me in. I, I look forward to uh, answering uh, any questions your callers have. And I agree with you. Um, you know, I think we, we rolled it out as, as best we could. But then uh, I think there was definitely uh, some miscommunication and people thinking it was certain things that it's not. And um, I welcome the opportunity today to clarify any questions. Uh, questions or concerns people have like da- like david said that's the one thing about the internet one person says something they misinterpreted information and now the entire city or people in this throughout the city are misinterpreting that information that is very true uh, and we saw that right away with uh as you know this plan is the downtown central business district uh in downtown buffalo and right away we heard oh my god rates are going up on hurdle rates are going up on elmwood allentown the medical campus and um you know point of clarification is that's not happening this is uh bounded by goodell to the north uh key bank center to the south michigan to the east and uh south elmwood in niagara so those are the borders of the area that we're talking about so so kevin Alfred joins us parking commissioner city buffalo first question right off the bat who do we talk about getting boots off our car because i <laughs> have been no i want to i want to just start right off right off the top i want to just start with, with i don't your, think those boots were coming from us though <laughs> no, no, right. i want to i want to get right to the top and just get uh, if we can get a thirty-five thousand foot view of parking uh, you know, th- the first question that someone's going to ask is, 
why do I even need in 2018? Why is anyone paying for parking, right? It yep. should be free. Yep. If I have a restaurant, uh, free parking, after all, means more people will stop and eat and, and visit. Yet, study after study after study shows that that's actually the opposite of what happens. There's a reason why we have metered parking. Yeah, every every urban planner, every uh, transportation demand management uh uh, study that you will ever see is uh, free parking. And I know it sounds counterintuitive, would probably be the worst thing for a vibrant business district. Um, if everything was free in downtown parking, anybody who wanted to come down, even to go to City Hall to pay a tax bill, uh, to go to um, DMV to do your license, to stop and have a lunch at a restaurant, they'd never have access. And what this whole plan is about is access and infrastructure, and we talk about it a lot. Uh, and what does access mean? Access means that when you're coming downtown Buffalo, that you will have a place to park. And uh, as you know, we created over 700 new spots here, and we, we did that on purpose uh, to have more access in downtown. And then we, we talk about the infrastructure. When people think of infrastructure, they think of sidewalks, streets, curbs, but there's so much more to infrastructure than just that. Uh, how about our app? How about technology? That's part of infrastructure. How about police walking the streets? That's part of infrastructure. And that's what's happening. So any additional revenue that might be uh, made by doing this in the downtown parking plan is going to be turned right around and reinvested back into the downtown area. So now the first question I, I want to ask, uh, I'll throw it over to Joe here uh, for the second one, but the first one right off the top is, if I took the city of Buffalo's budget and I looked at all the revenue that Buffalo, the city, the administration is pulling in, what percentage, what dollar amount? Because the, the main argument is going to be this is a cash grab. Right. City uh, went to the casino, lost some money, and now they need money and they need it fast. So uh, why would the city, why else would the city do this? They're trying to get a bunch of uh, money. What percentage of the city's revenue is coming from parking currently? Uh, from meters in all of downtown Buffalo. And I'm talking Elmwood, Hurdle, Allen. Uh, all your business districts, uh, the medical campus downtown, if you took the entirety of the city in Buffalo, <clears throat> excuse me, we take in $2.5 million. If we then define this by the central business district, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, it is $1 million that is taken in the central business district out of a $500 plus million budget. So one out of 500 is is that's actually a better ratio than Elizabeth Warren's DNA with uh, Native <laughs> Americans, by the way. So th that's two times greater than hers. But but you're saying so one million dollars. That's what we're talking about. That's what and, we're talking. And the about. last time you touched uh, the dollar an hour rate, when when was the when was that? Uh, I started in July of 2010 as commissioner of the city of Buffalo. The dollar an hour rate uh, was in effect at. Um, uh, the majority of parking spots in downtown Buffalo, and that hasn't changed in my eight and a half years there, and I know it hadn't changed prior to that. So if I had to make an estimate, I think that dollar an hour has been a, a rate in the core of downtown uh, Central Business District for at least 20 years. So if it, just because something hasn't happened in 20 years doesn't necessarily mean it has to happen now. No. Nope. But when I think there's a tendency to think that you know, the, the biggest complaint before we even heard about this increase, the biggest complaint was a lack of parking Correct. in areas of Correct. Canal Side where Correct. people want to be. Want to move a festival to Canal Side? Well, guess what? 
good luck. There's nowhere to park. Right. right? Ride sharing was going to change all that. Yep. Uber coming into Buffalo was going to change all that. Yet, the number one complaint you probably had before this week was there's a lack of parking. Where it, are these parking And here's spots? the irony. Um, there is definitely a deficit of parking in what we call the core area, the high demand area. But the central business district, as I defined before with the borders, we have an excess of parking. When you look at the amount of parking we have in downtown Buffalo, we have more parking than is needed. I think what people like is the convenience of getting a place, a parking spot very close to wherever they're going. Uh, Some of the things that we're going to talk about today is periphery parking, parking that's uh, a little further away. for both on-street as well as off-street parkers, uh, those options are available to them. They are not as convenient, um, but they certainly are less costly. And I, I think that's what you will see. Most transportation planners, most cities, have their pricing the highest where the demand is the highest. They're pricing the least where their demand is the least. Uh, and a lot of people are, are in this city. 5% of all parkers will never pay for parking. It, it's, it's just the way it is. And some people are willing to walk five blocks, but I'm not going to pay for parking. Some people are willing to walk 10, block, 10 blocks, they're not going to pay for parking. But if you want to walk 100 feet, you're going to pay a little bit different than the person who's walking further. Now, when we get back from the break, I definitely want to get into event parking. But I want to go on. You said you've added 700 Correct. parking spaces. Correct. And I did, uh, on Friday, see the ones by Canal Side. Correct. Those might need to be a little better advertised, but... Uh-huh. Those are beautiful because it's right next to not only the rink, but across from Liberty Hound yep. and the water. Yep. Where else have you added parking like that? Uh, we've we've added just about everywhere in the city of Buffalo. As I said, we're getting more and more to the periphery where we're adding our parking. We looked at our core, and at every block, you could probably find an additional sp- space. One of the things we're going to do in the spring is we're going to identify every parking spot on the street with lines. What happens right now, as you know, is people come and park. And if they're at a, a block where there's a paid display meter and it's not identified as a parking spot, parking spot, parking spot, some cars are taking up one and a half. So we can be more efficient on that as well. But on a lot of blocks, we were able to add one or two here and one or two adds up when you look into the whole downtown core. We were able to add a Michigan, Oak, Elm, streets like that, where before there might have been no parking, no standing. You mentioned the event. The event was a huge success. We had on our first night, and you're absolutely right, to try to get that out there and market it and let everybody know exactly where it is was very difficult, but we tried very hard. We had a 95% utilization, and those people were paying 6 and $8 to go to a Sabres game when the lot right next to it was 15 The ramp was 20 The private sector, as you know, in their ramps, we've seen when the World Juniors come in. Sometimes they're $35, $40, $45. created more parking. Uh, our parking was economical. It was reasonable. And the people we talked to, because we were out there handing out Buffalo Rome cards, we were out there marketing it, we were handing them slingers, uh, people were like, we didn't know that this existed. We were like, well, we just started it. And they loved it. And I'll have more questions about the app after this break. But you are right. That's a steal for a Sabres game. Six bucks. And you mentioned the events, the bigger events that come to Buffalo. Remember, when the Final Four was here, the Final Four tournament, the first and second round, we had lots going for $60 
a, a game. So paying six or eight dollars isn't as a steal, and you're right okay. by the arena. So so we'll we'll take uh, we're doing a town hall. You call in, ask the question. We're asking that you adhere to the town hall, you know, rules and 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 demeanor. We're we're not trying to uh, throw uh, Kevin uh, attack him. You're going to ask a question. If there's time for a follow on question, uh, we'll put you on hold, and you can ask your follow on question. But Kevin Helfer joins us, Parking Commissioner Buffalo. You know, Kevin, look, this last four or five days. Maybe week. I don't know how stressful your life's been. But looking back, what could we have done better? And I'm saying we as if I'm a member of the uh, Brown administration, the mayor, uh, Common Council. What? Is, what? Where did the wheels come off the cart where we have to a week after? I don't think you expected this announcement to be as controversial as it was. I don't think you expected to see Carl Palladino and Betty Jean Grant arm in arm together. I mean, that's one of the most crazy political alliances <laughs> you'll ever see. What could you have done? What could the I don't mean you personally, but the administration, the common council. What could they have done better, faster to have to alleviated a lot of what I consider to be fake news? Well, I I think that that, that's a real tough question. I don't know if any rollout is ever going to go as smoothly as possible. And once. Like I said at the top of the show, once some misinformation started getting out there of this is affecting Hurdle, this is affecting Elmwood, um, obviously we we probably could have done a better job of marketing this, getting it up on our website, using social media and what have you. But we knew there were going to be bumps in the road. I think I've said this from the beginning. Um, and this wasn't new. I mean, this was presented to the Common Council in December. I went before the council uh, at council meetings and committee meetings at least four or five times. Um, so this, this was out there. Um, but at the end of the day, I do agree with you. There were some bumps in the road. And and like I said, from the beginning, we said, this is not going to be a perfect plan. Nobody could develop a perfect parking plan because they change all the time. And we said we were going to be fluid. We were going to be adaptable. And I think people saw that right off the bat. All right, let's take some calls. What do you think, Joe? You know what? We got a break first. Yeah. All right, well, I'll tell you that. <laughs> we'll, we'll take your calls. Stay on hold, 803-0930. I don't even know what the, the clock is. Yeah, is that, that, that's on me. I probably should have said something yeah, for the show. Yeah. Marsha and Charlie, you're on deck. It is David Bellavia and me, Joe Beamer, with Kevin Helfer after this. Buffalo Parking, a WBEN town hall discussion. Now, WBEN's David Bellavia and Joe Beamer. Welcome back to uh, the town hall meeting on parking. I, I'm telling you, uh, any respect I had for Mr. Helfer has uh, all but been evaporated with his take on the New York Yankees in the break. So, uh, no, Kevin Helfer joins us, <coughs> Buffalo uh, Commissioner of, of Parking. And, uh, you know, look, we've, we've had a lot of people on hold. We want to get right to these calls and ask your specific question about the plan, about the rollout, anything you want. Kevin's an open book. He's going to answer all the questions. He's going to be here till noon, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBN. Let's go to a very patient Marsha, 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 in Tonawanda. You are on uh, the town hall meeting. We're talking Buffalo parking with the commissioner, Kevin Alford. Go ahead. So I've never heard that, right, Marsha, Marsha? All right, I figured couple times. Kevin, I'm pretty sure you can tell by my voice you know who I am. Hello, Marcia. How are you, honey? Good. How are you? Good. Um, listen, can you tell me if this affects monthly parking? It does not. This is uh, this is all on street parking right now. 
Um, uh, As you know, it's just, as we've been explaining, just the central business district. But monthly parking and uh, the ramps is not being affected at this point. Okay, and the... Like the outside parking, even if it's not in a ramp, your monthly users, this does not affect them. It does not. Well, then it's a good thing I didn't call you at home and yell at you, right? <laughs> I love giving clarification. Are you a Yankee fan, Marsha? A Yankee fan? Of course I am. All right, God bless you. Of course. You. You know, there's That's two teams the, in the state. Now, you know what? Cut, cut Joe's mic. All right. Hey, I'm Marsha. Thank you for your call. Let's go to Charlie in Buffalo. Charlie, you're on with the Parking Commissioner of Buffalo, Mr. Kevin Halford. Go ahead. Uh, Commissioner Halford. Uh, Couple questions. I really just want to actually. This has got been kind of a a heck of a, a new imposition on on the people of the city and the region. But let me ask you a question. And having been a probably one of the more knowledgeable politicians in public and private service in the city of Buffalo, when you guys went into the policy deliberations, did you consider or talk about the impact of parking on two things? The out-migration issues that have been affecting us lately, and uh, on the whole question of the economy of the area, how parking would have... Can you talk about the the policy deliberation discussion that you guys had when this process was being uh, developed? So Charlie's asking about the the deliberations, the policy, how this whole thing started, and what were the considerations. Charlie, what were the two factors? Two factors were out-migration, the leaving, people leaving the city and the area itself, and the other one was on the economy itself. On the economy. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate that. Uh, we'll take it off the air. Uh, he was asking about the sure. out-migration, people leaving the city, yep. and whether or not uh, the economy of the city were uh, taken into consideration. Yeah, of course, we took in, uh, that into consideration. Into consideration, And in terms of the out-migration, uh, what we're seeing is Buffalo's becoming a destination. More and more people are coming downtown to, uh, to Buffalo. It's the place to be. It's the entertainment district. It's uh, it's where we see more and more people that want to be there. And, of course, we took that into consideration, trying to create much more access and having a positive parking experience. Um, and in terms of the economy, uh, if, if I, I'm not sure economically if he's talking about people's ability to pay, uh, but we certainly took that into consideration as well. And I think as the show goes on today, I'll be able to give example after example of the alternatives to uh, parking in the core and paying $2 where people can park either for free, park on the periphery, take alternative modes of transportation. But we took all those things into consideration. All right, a half hour down. Joan and Bill, you are on deck. And hopefully you, 803-0930, a Buffalo parking town hall with David Bellavia, me, Joe Beamer, and parking commissioner Kevin Helfer. Now, the news with Alan Harris. Buffalo Parking. A WBEN Town Hall discussion. Now, WBEN's David Bellavia and Joe Beamer. Welcome back. Uh, We're doing a town hall meeting. Buffalo parking. We've got the uh, parking commissioner of the city of Buffalo, Kevin Helfer, has been very patient. And we, you on hold, 803-0930, you have been very patient. Star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. We've covered, uh, well, we'll cover all your questions, but we'll also uh, uh, throw in our own. And, and I guess the, the text board at 30930, where is the mayor? 
why isn't the mayor leading this charge? I mean, you're obviously very competent. You know what you're doing, have been doing it for eight and a half years. And people and the Republican Democratic Party, no one seems to really care what your politics are because you do your job and you answer questions. But when, when a situation like this happens, the administration, the mayor, shouldn't he be front and center? Where is he? I think the mayor was the leader on this whole thing. And I think it uh, uh, shows his leadership because... We knew when we unrolled this that it wasn't going to go perfectly. And I think that's what leadership is about, is uh, trying to transform a city, trying to be progressive, knowing that you're going to make some decisions that not everybody might like. But the mayor's been there, and I could tell he's been there, because every day people are sending us emails or giving us a call. The mayor's bringing people in one-on-one. I'm there. We sit there. Uh, we listen to their concerns. We listen to their suggestions. Uh, we've implemented some of the suggestions already. Um, I think the mayor's been there every step of the way. All right, let's go back to the phones. Joe? Yeah, let's go to Joan in Buffalo. Joan, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I don't really have any questions, but I do have several comments that are meant to be constructive, not critical. Uh, Buffalo used to be something of a a regular small-town city, and we have made remarkable strides. And uh, I don't know if we grew too fast. I think it's wonderful what the city planners had in mind, and it's come to fruition. But I would like to remind you that I think that uh, along the way there were uh, uh, it was poor planning, uh, not intentionally, but just simply because that's the way city planners are. At one point in time, a few years ago, we were given not one but two billion dollars. Now that's a great deal of money, and I think that we're uh, seeing the progress that has come from that. I don't know if it was poor planning or if people just, if the politicians just went crazy. But everybody in this town uh, gets uh, uh, gets something, gets a little goody. Uh, I'm sure Carlo Palladino can attest to that as a builder. Uh, the people who build hotels, the people who have restaurants, every business. Uh, jo- Joan, well, well, let's get back to parking, though. Where is that? Uh, how do you think the goodies are? Are you saying that the bu- the billion has been spent and then now Buffalo has to make money by- with the parking raise? Is that what you're implying? It should have been, uh, money sh- from that should have been set aside. They should have known that when they made Buffalo a destination city, right. parking, we do not, uh, was going to be a big part of it. And I don't think that the average citizen should uh, have to be uh, uh, left with the bill. Okay. All right, Joan, that's a fair point. Appreciate your call. Uh, Kevin, uh, basically, uh, you know, Buffalo got some money uh, and the allegation, I wouldn't say allegation, but her point is, why wasn't parking more f- when the canal side became what it is now? What, Where was the priority for parking during all of that? I, I, I see her point, and it's a valid question, and you know, obviously, I think she's talking about the Buffalo Billion um, and the governor and, and where he and his team wanted to uh, put some of those resources. And I think they have had a good impact. Uh, and I, this is not meant to be critical in any way, shape or form. I think one place that needs more investment is uh, the metro, public transportation. I think that most cities that are really vibrant have it's the number one thing I hear because I, 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 I say to people all the time. 
take the rapid transit. And a lot of people are, well, it only runs from Main Street to downtown. It's not as convenient as I'd like. So in the future, I'd love to see more dollars go to the metro because I think that is a, a big part of any solution that we want to do for a growing, vibrant downtown. That so, is a. I'm sorry, David. Well, someone just texted in uh, at three zero nine three zero. I'm a small business owner, um, service uh, bars and in the city uh, every day. He has five employees. Doubling parking costs overnight is is significant to his business, which of course means that businesses like his uh, will have to pass that on to other uh, customers. And uh, so, offering a reduced cost annual parking pass to businesses uh, daily in the city. Has that been something that you've thought of? You bet. And um, that's where I thought a lot of people knew about some of these things. And you asked the question before, what could I have done better? And that would probably have been more communication about some of these wonderful options that are out there that people might not know about. But what I would say to that business owner is he's probably talking about uh, an evening shift employee coming down somewhere around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, working to 11 or 12 o'clock. Currently, what they've been doing in the past is, as you know, our meters go to 5 o'clock. So they'd pay a couple dollars, and then after 5, it was free for the rest of the night. We have a thing called a, a night monthly parking pass at all of our ramps, which takes effect after 3 p.m. and goes all the way to 9 the next morning, Monday through Friday. And on weekends, it's 24 hours. For $30 a month, and these are the things that I'm trying to get out there and talk to businesses about, their employees for $30 a month can have a night pa- monthly pass. That is probably cheaper than coming down every day and paying that $2 and parking for free. Uh, they go into a ramp. That space now is available. I would think almost all businesses would love to have more spaces available near their business, close proximity, so that their customers would be getting the closer spot. Their workers might have to go a little bit further. The follow-up to that that I've heard from people is safety and security. Well, you know, a lot of these uh, people are getting out late at night. Um, They might be concerned for their safety. Uh, The city, along with Buffalo Place and business owners, and along with Buffalo Civic Auto Ramps, the company that manages our ramps, we support a Buffalo Ranger program. A Buffalo Ranger program is call that number and somebody will come and get you. Somebody will take you to your car. So it doesn't matter if you're working at City Hall to 8 and your car is parked a block or two away and you don't feel comfortable. They'll come and escort you. Uh, those are the types of things that we have to get out there so people know more of that. And what were the hours again for $30 a month? It was 3 p.m. to 9 a.m.? Correct. And another way of putting that is the only time you could not use a night monthly is Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So six hours each day you cannot use it because that's where your daily parkers are. But if... You know, being in this business, you know that parkers start leaving at around 2.33, and we have the data to support that. We have peak times in parking ramps. Our peak times are usually 9 to 11 in the morning. Some people might take a half day. Some people might go out to lunch. Some people might not come back. So now those spots free up. So now we're trying to encourage people to use those spots that free up. It's a dollar a day. I don't think anything could be much more reasonable. No, so it's 3 to 9 and then 24 hours Saturday and Sunday, and that's not changing. That's not changing. Now, I have to say I agree with what you said about the Metro Rail. I would like to see that expanded more throughout the suburbs to get more people downtown. People who don't want to park would have that opportunity. Uh, We mentioned the app earlier, and we were talking off the air about the benefits the city has with the app. But I do have a question. On Friday, I parked after 4 o'clock. I'm sorry, after 5 o'clock. Um by the arena and i paid four dollars and ten cents that was not during an event 
Right. Would the app have, if it wasn't supposed to be paid for, would the app have rejected that purchase? Yeah, I, I, I will check into that. I, I know that, like, on our pay and display machines, you know, if people are paying when parking is free, it, it doesn't have the capabilities of rejecting it. But as I mentioned to you earlier, we, uh, we meet with the company that uh, developed Buffalo Rome for us every two weeks, and, and that is a... A valid question and a very good question, and I think we can absolutely set the time. So when you try to go on <clears throat> and um, download or go onto your app and pay for your parking, it definitely would, should have uh, said, you know, parking rates at this particular time are free. But like I said, still cheaper than any lot, even on a regular Friday night downtown. So four ten, not not too much, not too bad. Now my other concern I brought up was the wallet that you have to do at least sure. ten dollars at right. a time right. for people out of town. Right. And you said there is a solution for that. There is, and we we haven't had this really happen all that much. We have thirty five thousand people that have downloaded Buffalo Row Map, thirty five thousand, and that's in a year and a half. Uh, that's a pretty good number. And, and coincidentally, about 36% of our revenue that we're taking in on parking meters is coming off that app. Uh, occasionally, we'll have somebody coming out of town. They download the app. They put $10 on because that's the minimum you could put. Some people put 50 100 on who are regularly using it. Uh, then we'll get a call the next day saying, I was only down there for two hours. My parking was $3. I got $7. I'm not going to be coming back into Buffalo for a long time. Can you refund our money? We do. Awesome, awesome. We have to hit a break. Yeah, let's. Uh, we'll take your calls to 803-0930. Stay on hold. Star 930, 1-800-616-WBN. We'll also take your text messages and ask uh, uh, Commissioner uh, Helfer uh, about your questions at 30930. Uh, we're going to get into uh, downtown workers hoarding spots all day, 9 to 5, and how we eliminate that and some other things after this quick break. Exactly. Larry, Bill, you're on deck. 803-0930. We'd love to hear from you back after this. Buffalo Parking, a WBEN town hall discussion. Now, WBEN's David Bellavia and Joe Beamer. I got to tell you, voiceover guy was having a bad day. I don't. I think he's had better voiceovers, don't you? Well, yeah. Usually, he's got that. Yeah, now he's going. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you only need the edge. That's our voiceover guy. This guy sounds like he has the flu or something, not doing well. He heard it was the two of us, just didn't have too and much he promise. Just didn't have any, any sort of motivation whatsoever. <laughs> Kevin Halford joins us. He's the uh, commissioner of parking for the city of Buffalo. Sir, a lot of questions coming over the uh, text line. One person wants to know, the parking funds, the money, it goes into the general fund? It does. And uh, so someone wants an itemized breakdown, they could probably go to a common council meeting to get that. Uh, the but, ratio- but Dave, real quick on that, I think yeah. the one thing that we said clear is this is two-pronged. This is access, this is infrastructure. With more people coming downtown, there's a lot more usage in town, downtown. More usage on the roads, more usage in, in terms of you know, cleaning up after certain events. Um, the infrastructure that we talked about. So our goal is not to just take this money and put it somewhere where you know, we're, we're not going to spend it. We're going to spend this wisely, judiciously, and put this money right back into downtown Buffalo in forms of infrastructure. Someone wants to know with the ratio of handicapped parking to, uh, you know, standard parking. Uh, to this person, it seems like there aren't enough handicapped parking spots in some of the the, uh, the high-end areas. Uh, w- there really is not a ratio. I would say that we try to put 
on longer blocks, a handicapped parking spot at the beginning and at the end of, of every block. Um, that is something that uh, with our traffic engineer, we are in the process of analyzing right now. Once again, that all goes back to data and demand. And uh, I think if we see more demand for that, then we've got to be responsive and put in more spaces that are designated for handicap. But I think it's a valid question. All right, let's go back to the phones, Joe. What do you think? Yeah, Russ in Buffalo have been patiently waiting. Russ, good morning. Hello, folks. Anyway, I only had a couple of questions. On, uh, a number of years ago, the city of Buffalo expanded the Osberger parking ramp. Correct. And uh, so one day after it was built up, I went in there, and the first entire three floors of that ramp had already been leased out to downtown businesses. You know, the city spends all this money, all of a sudden you go there, you think, well, there's going to be a lot more parking. You get in there, you can't even park in it anyway. Uh, if, if I could explain, uh, and I appreciate you bringing up that point, I, I think that gives me an opportunity to talk about a few other things. Uh, what you were talking about is, uh, in most ramps, you have reserved parking, and people pay a very enhanced or larger cost uh, for that. Most of our monthly average is around $85. The reserve parking is at least double that. Uh, and we put the reserve parking obviously on the first floor, but people are paying for that. I think if you look, we've gotten away from the reserve parking, started going into more of a nested parking where people could come in and get one spot that is not designated to them. It might be one out of 100. But one of the things that we try to do, and I think what this plan is going to encourage, is on-street parking is really meant more for short-term duration parking. Off-street ramp parking is more meant for people coming down who work there all day and long-term. But I, <clears throat> I'm so glad you brought up the Augsburger expansion, because <clears throat> at the same time as the Augsburger expansion, we did an Adam expansion. Uh, and Mayor Brown and myself were on the Common Council at that time, and we funded, uh, at that time, under construction, there were many, many spaces offline. We put in money to fund a shuttle in downtown Buffalo. This is an option we're considering right now that was immensely successful. At its height, back in the 90s, we had 1,500 people using the shuttle. And that shuttle would, um, it was at uh, the two surface lots next to Key Bank Center. People from the North Town, South Towns, anywhere would come, park for an incredibly reasonable $19 a month and get shuttled to their place of work in the Central Business District. Those are all the types of things that we're considering going forward. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that uh, relatively parking in Buffalo is reasonable compared to most cities, but very inadequate. You need more ramps in that city, right? You got that smart pill lot over on Virginia and Maine city could buy that property, put a ramp up over there. Need more parking ramps and less street parking. That's my feeling. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate that, Russ. Let's go to uh, Larry in Cheektowaga. Larry, you're on uh, WBN with the Parking Commissioner of Buffalo. Uh, yes. Earlier in the week, I believe it was, there was a petition with 20,000 signatures against this parking thing. What happened to the chairman of the NFTA? Why didn't, I believe it's a woman, stand up and say, we're going to put more buses on east of Buffalo, south of Buffalo, because we have no way to get to the rapid transit, rapid transit to get into town. Why don't they put more buses out here? Now, here's the big chance for the NFTA to make more money for itself. It's complaining that it hasn't been making the money in that. Make more money for itself. Get the people downtown. 
and everything. Everything would be better than for the NFTA. You'd be helping somebody else out. Good um, call, Larry. It is a good call, Larry. I think we talked about it a little bit earlier, and uh, I think that as we become more transformative and more of a destination and the place where people want to be, a big part of that solution, as we talked about earlier, has to be Metro. And they are a partner, and we have had discussions with them. We will continue to have discussions with them. But the only way this is ever going to work is if all the partners are, are working in unison. You know, uh, we got a, a text message that, that said, uh, why uh, is the new parking rules not applied to the entire city? Uh, they're talking about it's discriminatory to only burden core users because of the low population density of the core as opposed to the other areas of the city. Is this because of political b- backlash and you guys just don't want to deal with uh, more? Absolutely not. Uh, downtown's unique. Downtown is the destination where you have uh, people who are parking very early in the morning and those people might leave or stay a little longer than you got another subset of people coming in for the entertainment. You don't see that in other areas. So this was very unique, and this plan was meant for a unique part of the city of Buffalo. And wouldn't the money made from this more likely be spent downtown? That's so what's going to happen. Don't give me exactly. your attitude. That was a texter. That wasn't me. All right? I'm, My goodness I'm gracious. Get, I'm just making We're eye turning contact. all of our rage at Kevin Helfer for joining us. <laughs> Kevin uh, joins us. He's going to be here till 12. We'll take your calls at 803-0930. He is the parking commissioner in the city of Buffalo. We're going to talk about that petition. We're going to talk about all the people that got fired up. And, and I want to get Kevin's uh, feedback on you know what information uh, that you know, was put out at the time and whether or not these folks were actually working on what you're saying and what the policies are. Sometimes people get fired up. They call into shows. They get everyone else fired up. And it turns out, you know, we're not getting an arena football team in downtown Buffalo. Oh, that is not true. That's not happening. <laughs> I thought I thought Thurman Thomas bought an AFL team <laughs> and was putting it downtown. That's right. right. More after this. We have an hour to go. We'd love to hear from you. 803-0930. Frank, Bob, Bill, and Wade, we will get to you after the news with Alan Harris.